Ijana? Yes. What's an illusion that we have to let go of? Oh, what a great question. Thank you. Oh my god. You know we're starting the podcast with questions now. Oh, okay. Just forever. Forever. Oh, okay. Until I run out of questions. <laughs> Till the birds stop singing. An illusion that we have to let go of as a people. As a people. I think that one illusion that we have to let go of is that perfection exists. Oh, uh, that's a good one. You know? Because it really doesn't. It really doesn't. Not here. No. Not, not, on, not this on this earth. earth. No. no. Not in this... You're not going to find that. No, 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 no. You could keep searching. It's not the point. It's not amenable. Yeah. And it's not the point. It's not the point. You're never going to get there. Yeah. So. I love that. Let's all think on that today. Welcome back to As the Garden Grows. How are you doing, my love? I'm doing well. How are you? I'm doing well, too. Let's get right into it. We've been off for a week, so we're going to have kind of a bigger episode today so we can catch up. Now, the reason we were off last week is because of some new growth. We finished our vault. You guys. And when we finished it, that means that we were painting it, <laughs> including our team of the core four with Sarah and Ange. We, we painted that bitch right up. Yeah, we did. We did. And shout out to Teresa because she did help And out. Teresa, of course. Yes, oh my gosh. Oh my God, well. Teresa. I'm so sorry. Core five. <laughs> um, but you I did. forgot because, you know, she was, she, she chose actively to actually tackle one of the scariest bathrooms in existence. She's yeah. she's much braver. She's that, an angel. That's someone who's a mom. You know what I mean? She's Carrying. like, listen here. I'm not. I'm not scared of mess. I'm not <laughs> she scared said, of you fear. You kids do your little. Yeah, you get, you have fun with your splatters <laughs> and you know your little pillow fight. And I'm gonna go do some real work. And she did. She and, did. Uh, she really. Put she work. did. Work. Well, I walked in there and I said, Teresa, you, the power of Christ has compelled you. You have turned water into wine in this bathroom, 100%. I'd never seen anything like it. Quite a turnaround. It was quite a turnaround. And what I will say is that we have had that space since March of last year. And And we'll leave that there. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Haven't sold a single cookie yet, if you can believe it. Go ahead. (laughs) And I, for the first time, have used that bathroom. She christened it. I did. I did. (laughs) I (laughs) did. Just a little tinkle. So that's some amazing new growth. Our bathroom's clean. Our vault is built. Oh, it feels so good. It's looking really good down there. We got all the equipment in order. Like, things look like it's supposed to look, you know? It's really it's getting really there. really getting there. Yeah. There's just, like, a couple more things that have to be done. Obviously, we've had our state-of-the-art fire um, protection system installed. And Is it done? Uh, they're finishing it as we speak. Right. Actually. Okay, guys. So we're finishing our fire install, which is the last thing we need before our certificate of occupancy. Yep. Correct. So you got to get your certificate of occupancy so that you can request your final inspection with the CCC. Yep. And what's very interesting about this space in particular is that I, I, I can't imagine how anybody else has ever achieved a certificate of occupancy in there. Without doing any research, which is standard for this podcast, I can say that no one has ever gotten <laughs> one in that space. Because again, you, if the base requirement is to have some sort of fire system, no one's ever done that in that there space. There wasn't even like a smoke detector. There wasn't a smoke smoke detector Unless there wasn't the, like, a sprinkler last tenants connected literally to nothing took the smoke detectors with that which is I mean. hilarious <laughs> <laughs> i can't tell which is funnier you know what i mean like them unscrewing their smoke detectors or the idea that this place has never been protected against fire i think and honestly it's not as if we saw holes in the ceiling where there may have been smoke detectors i i just feel it's very sad 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 stuff here <laughs> 
And I hope there's yeah. never been a fire. <laughs> oh my gosh. No, there couldn't have been. There there place couldn't have been, would be there. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> the right. there's and no I know protection. our landlord would no. not be <laughs> rebuilding. She would have faked her own death in that fire. Stop. Honestly. She would have like claimed a bunch on insurance. Yeah. <laughs> 100%. She would have been like, I had uh, priceless artwork yeah. in there. I don't want to go to jail for like defamation. Mm, well, Can if I? it's all just alleged and also it never <laughs> happened, this is just a scenario we're making up. We're making Remember, there was no fire, because if there was, <laughs> the fire protection system would have failed them, since right. it didn't exist. <laughs> That's true. So, if there was, we wouldn't be having right, this conversation. Right, exactly. <laughs> you're right, you're right, you're right. And, and, and somewhere in the multiverse, anyway, anyway. <laughs> um, so, yes, yeah, so we're really, really close. It's We hung our sign outside, so it really, now... You want to tell him? No, you tell him. A bird shit on it. <laughs> the day after we hung but it up. But you know what? But it's good luck. It's good luck. It's good One luck. One time a bird shit on my head in Italy and I got Beyonce tickets. Hey. And just that whole sentence there is something. <laughs> um, what I will say is our sign's there. It's cute. It's, it's exciting. Cute. Now, yeah, hopefully, really maybe um, UPS can stop pretending they don't know where to deliver things because it couldn't be a larger sign. Anyway, um, I'm just very excited. This is good stuff. <laughs> Lots of great things happening. Now, we also have some new growth in the backyard because we're doing a summer yoga series. Yes, we are. Have we not talked about it? We haven't it? talked about oh it. Oh, my God. We've got to talk it's, about it. Well, that's why it's on my agenda for the day. Look at you. Um, yeah, we're doing a summer yoga Tell series. the people all about it. Well, my friend Sean and I, our friend Sean and I, we were thinking that it would be really cool to do some yoga workshops. Yeah. Like bringing a workshop vibe this summer. You know what I mean? If you're a yoga teacher, for those of us that are, that listen to this podcast as well, you probably know that like it's very encouraged to do, to like continue your education beyond yoga teacher training. So uh, this is a continuing education program. It's also great for people that are just new or not even new to yoga, but like Wherever you are in your yoga journey, if you want to deepen it, especially with like history and philosophy and then having like a direct application of it in movement, because that's kind of what we're doing, especially for the first one, which is really all about like, it's about Ashtanga and about the eight limbed path. And And for people who don't know what that is, just a little background. Well, the eight limbed path is the, it's written about in the yoga sutras and it's kind of like the, it's the yogi path. It's, yeah. You know what I mean? It's like the steps to, and like the advice for, and yeah. notes on Yeah, it's like the, it's the guidelines yeah. of the yogi path basically. And it involves these eight different kind of pillars of, um, yoga yeah essentially mm-hmm. um and yeah if you want to learn about them come to the workshop exactly. it's <laughs> um, be awesome. but it's, it is really cool and it's really it's definitely something that i think you know we always obviously do a, a quite a large section on that piece in our yoga teacher training and the yoga sutras are one of the required yeah. reading for our yoga teacher training and i just i feel like it really can resonate with like every single person, which is what yoga does. Like this is like kind of the the foundation. Foundation, you yeah, know what totally. I mean. And it's like, yeah, I was gonna say because it really is like kind of like the first thing we cover in yoga teacher training. So it's like really, it gives your mind like 
a place to understand where all this comes from. And like, if you're someone who just goes, not just, but if your experience is mostly in kind of just going to yoga classes, yeah. that's, it's never going to be covered yeah. in just your 45 to an hour session. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, and you when couldn't. you're flowing, like you couldn't. Yeah. But if you really want to like, kind of learn like where this stuff came from and how it's been passed down for thousands of years and like how each part of the path connects to your body and to the experience you have while you're flowing, like it's just so great to go in depth like that. Yeah. And it's just so great because because then you have that lens whenever you're practicing. Whenever you're practicing, you think about like, where, you know, how am I being how on am the I path? Like, yeah. how am I, you know what I mean? And, and like, you really come to recognize how expansive yoga is. Like, it's so much more than the physical movement. It's mostly that off you the mat. Do, yeah, on the mat. Like, the asana is only one part of the eight-limbed path. Yeah. Everything else is not necessarily... I mean, of course, there's meditation and self-study and things like that, which in a way, yeah, you can do them on your map, but they don't have to be done there. No. You know what I mean? But what so, we're, we're like conventionally here in this country taught to think of as yoga is, is the asana. movement Yeah, component. it's just asana. And, and it's, really it's just not, one part of just one part. the practice. And again, the eight limb path is so cool too, because it's something that you apply to your entire life. Yes. You like think about it all the time exactly. and it's like a way of framing where your mind is it's at. It's like it's a portal, about, yeah, honestly, totally. because once you learn about it especially if you do have a consistent or deep yoga practice you are going to naturally start applying it to different areas of your life and you're going to naturally kind of be like oh this is where i am in these areas and like this is where i need more and you will especially if you have a deep asana practice you're most likely going to find that's not the area that you need to go deeper in it's no totally other areas of you know and kind of like with a lot of things in life like the physicality is like the easy part yeah you know it really is the mental asana really is the easiest totally and that's why like especially even if you're not a yoga teacher even if you just go to yoga like this is such a great workshop to come to because it can activate more of like the mindful component yeah the awareness you know the awareness behind the practice and really what you're doing because the thing about yoga is that you are moving in such a way where you are creating vibrations within your body that are also your own energy yeah they're also ancient so you're interacting with other ancient healing energies and the uh, understanding of the eight limb path really brings a deeper awareness to that as well so that's really cool i think too like something i feel a lot and when I'm doing yoga and especially after learning about the history it's like oh my gosh so connected to like humanity through all of time like people have been doing this for thousands of years like yeah. it's so cool that like our souls have done this before and like this is something that it connects so many people through so much time yeah and when you have the history and you can really learn about it, you really appreciate that a lot more. You're like, oh my so God, true. like, it's so impressive that yeah. people just were like, we're never going to stop doing this. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's yeah. so cool. Yeah. And it's so good for you. It definitely is. And yeah. I want to say too, like, as some, maybe if you're thinking about doing yoga teacher training in the future, this could be a nice way to dip your toe yeah, in. Yeah, definitely. And also, um, it's just such a joy to learn from you. Yeah, and well, also from Sean. I was going to say, like, we have a great, yeah. um, you know, teacher, Sean. I, I, we're co-teaching it, but he'll really be focusing on like the history and philosophy. Like that's yeah. really his thing. And he, it's really great to learn from him. No, he, it's amazing. He, he brings spent such so a, much time in India. Yeah. He's such like an expert and he lived such a yogi experience. He, he brings just, a like, really special energy yeah. to the space and to yoga training and, and like fact finding in the space. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, and he's a Virgo. So always good to I learn from like a Virgo. Him, so that's really incredible that's, that's work for impressive. Sean. Yes, that's true. 
So yeah, um, I'm really looking forward to that. And then we've got some other stuff coming up this summer. Like we're going to do a reggae and cream July 9th, mm. which I'm really excited about. We'll start putting stuff out there about Tell that. Tell the people who've never been, what's a reggae and cream? Reggae and cream is a really dope vibe where you come, there's yoga, there's reggae music, live DJ and singing. Yes. Um, and there is ice cream. There is yeah. all types of goodies. Oh my God. You know, so you got to come get the full experience. Oh, such a summer treat. It really is a summer treat. So that's going to be in the backyard. And then um, we've got, oh my God, guys. We oh, have nice. the most amazing workshop coming up Green Veggie Babe is going to do. Oh, tell them about it. Okay, you guys are going to die. Oh and like, I really, really hope you guys come to this slip because I just know that you guys are going to fall in love with her. And especially the people that like have heard us talk about her, have been like wanting to check her out. Anyone podcast, yeah. like we talk about her every week. Yeah, but haven't like... You know, wanted to make the venture yet because yeah, it is a it is a journey to go and visit her, but it's so worth it. Oh my god, it's really not that bad, by the way. I'm just, <laughs> it's the Leo Moon in me. I have to be a little dramatic. Um, <laughs> Anytime but, she can't walk somewhere, it gets upsetting. You well, know, you know that is part of my lifestyle. So she's a big walker. Yeah, she's gonna come and do like a whole gua sha. Um, oh workshop yes. and you guys are gonna do like your own little facials oh my God, and she's wait. gonna bring products and you guys are gonna get products and get your gua sha tools and it's gonna be so oh cool. my god that's awesome I'll, we'll definitely talk more about it that's gonna be in august i believe the date for that is august 6th so definitely yes. save the date mark your calendars i think she wants to break it up into like two sessions of like five and five to mm. keep it like nice and nice. intimate yeah so really connect like one-on-one with people because that's the greatest thing about the green veggie babe and i'm sure we've mentioned a hundred times like she talks to you about your specific skin your specific routine she's like this is what i see that you could change this is what i see that's working like she is just a goddess on this earth she really is so that's gonna be really cool and we definitely have another um workshop coming up in july as well and another workshop probably coming up in august as well so awesome. we'll keep you guys posted. Yeah. But stay tuned. We'll send out some emails and stuff. Yeah, for sure. Once we get the info, you'll get the info, my exactly. friends. Okay, so that's it for new growth. Yeah. We're growing. This garden's growing. growing, baby. All right, let's get into some pot topics. Okay, let's do it. Okay. Liven up. <laughs> Liven up, sister. <laughs> okay. Um, so the first one is okay, remember like a couple probably months ago when we talked about that company can? Yes. And they got like all this money. Million. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Well, first of all, I didn't know back then that it was a queer owned business. Yes. I had no idea about this. Oh, I this is so I, exciting. I thought we talked about that. Even if we did, it didn't enter my mind. Okay. Or I forgot about yeah. it. Yeah. Cool. So Yay. I just wanted to say that's super exciting. Yeah. And now also they premiered this hilarious new music video. Oh. For Pride and for also their beverages can. Yeah. And it has like a bunch of gay celebrities in it. It's super like cute and funny and hilarious. It's I mean not my favorite song, but yeah. you know okay. it's it's it, they did their best. And um, okay. but it's just like such a funny ad. And I just thought it was so funny too because they also had Sarah Michelle Geller in it like in the beginning. And okay. like he, as you remember, Buffy yeah. the Vampire. <laughs> and it was really cool Quite though because. <laughs> Comment below if anyone's ever referred to her as the wife of Freddie Prince. <laughs> Junior. <laughs> Junior. Wow. What a, what a wild ride. Yes. So, but it's, I just wanted to say I really appreciated it though, because actually coming up later, I'm going to have a rant about pride, but we, 
in the marketing for the video, they had her in kind of the teasers, but then she wasn't actually in the video. And the video oh. was only gay people. And I was Cute. like, thank you, because that's love like it. truly what we need. You know what yeah. I mean? But, but gays do love Buffy? Or? But gays do love Buffy. Okay. Yeah, for sure. So okay. that's why I, I think, wanna... you know, she got to okay. like pal around in the beginning. Yeah, 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 yeah. And she was in kind of like some of more like, like what you would say is like the stories as opposed to the grid posts of yeah. it. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So I just thought like, oh my God. I, I don't particularly love carbonated beverages. So, mm-hmm. like, can it would be, like, a hard sell for me to actually, like, enjoy. Also, like, just the dosage. Is, <laughs> oh, my God. God bless. <laughs> can you imagine? It's a visual medium, though. So, if you guys want to see, like, how adorably this gal sneezes, check it out. Check it out on Spotify and YouTube. I'm so sorry. Please, why would you apologize? We First of all, we're in a friggin' Holland Hurricane in Boston. It's creepy. It's great. It It scares me to my core. Yeah, it's like um, physical ghosts. I wish someone would sweep the streets. (laughs) In the air. (laughs) We need air scrubbers. Um, Yeah, we do. We've got it, if anyone at the CCC is listening. (laughs) We've got ours. So anyway, so I maybe have to give Can a chance. Now, my next pot topic. Okay. <laughs> and, and you all should too. Please let us know if you've had a can and you enjoy I don't, it. Are they out? They are out. Oh, they're out. Yeah, they're probably out. not here, but in California. I'm oh, sure they okay. Are. Cool, 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 cool. Because um, yeah, again, why would anyone even care to come into this stupid market? Well, it is a good market to come into financially For speaking. us. Yeah. Listen, Anyways. Listen, I agree, but it's tougher here, obviously. Um, okay, so my next story is Israel is scientifically engineering quote-unquote enhanced cannabis. Super impressed. They are using, they are taking a virus and transforming it, and they've grown plants that have 17% increased THC, 25% increased CBG, and 20 to 30% increase in terpenes overall. Very interesting. Isn't it? I'd like to smoke a fat blunt of that. Thank you. I'm not sure. Wow. Okay. I'm not so sure. What are you so scared of? (laughs) You seem like you're in the wrong business. I just just have a couple questions. Okay, go ahead. So they've taken a virus. Yes. Say more. So have you ever heard of the idea of um, directed panspermia where the ancient aliens change our bodies with viruses? That a lot of virus. Okay. So let's go on a bit of a tangent. Viruses come to our Earth all the time on comets and asteroids. Oh. And they can survive in space and then they survive here. Okay. So that has been documented. Okay. And so there is an idea (laughs) and also that viruses are able to change DNA over time. So there is an idea that advanced civilizations actually send specific viruses to enhance humanity enhanced dna throughout different times in history and there are different times in history where for example it makes no scientific sense why we had such like a jump in our um evolution and people would say well that's when a virus came because like there are there are like specific periods of time where they're like evolutionarily speaking we shouldn't be as far as we are Uh and like the growth has happened in a lot faster way than it should have happened or that we observe it happening for other people or other species. Wow. Okay. So, yeah. Wow. There's a lot, there's a lot to learn out there. But yeah. anyway, to bring it back. Yeah. The idea is that they are using viruses to change how the plant, like, 
function. So it's not that they like hurt the plant. It's that the virus changes like the actual like expression of proteins and genes so that the plant yeah. becomes a, an enhanced growing plant. Well, wouldn't th- and theoretically, wouldn't that happen anyways in evolution? Isn't that what's been happening? Mm, uh... I don't think it would happen to that degree. Oh, okay. So and same, like... same with like, you know, like the jumps in humanity. It's like, sure, it would. Maybe we would get to those levels in like three billion years. Okay, gotcha, you know what gotcha, I mean? gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. But this is just quite a, quite a quick quick fix yeah so first of all i just wanted to use it as an opportunity to say like this is why it's important for research Mm -hmm. this is why it's important that people do research because there are advancements that happen all the time and it's not specifically about cannabis this maneuver of using a virus to change a plant could have applications that we have no idea about for different medicines for different protocols for things that have nothing to do with cannabis yeah but it's important for science to keep growing so that these things can be used by all different kinds of researchers. Yeah. So that's just an example of like something that is not even necessarily directly cannabis related that we could be getting from cannabis research. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah, yeah. But it is. So now you, you're not interested in trying the enhanced. I don't know. <laughs> She's not sure. You know, I like to ask a lot of questions. Uh-huh. And I'm definitely a very like homegrown kind of girl. Mm-hmm. So already sometimes some of the stuff on the market is a little bit like creepy to me because yeah. I'm like, what did they put in this? You yeah. know what I mean? So I don't, you know, I would just like to know more about okay. it and like do some more research and, and have a little bit more understanding of it. But... You know, I, I'm I'm open. She, she's open. Yeah, okay. I'm open. What I like about it is that it's not that they're chemically changing it after. It's that it's growing different. Yeah, you know what I mean? Because yeah. that's what I really dislike about like the concentrates of now and like like the things that are happening now. Like a lot of it is like being changed after. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that seems a lot more synthetic. But yeah. to change the plant to grow differently seems kind of cool. You know, yeah. kind of like I just mean, like a GMO. Well, well I, I like my tomatoes to be okay. to be tight, you know? I mean, I <laughs> don't personally like synthetic nutrients. Right. So, which it sounds like this is, but then you're like, it's a virus. So I'm very, I, I just want to know more about the application process of yeah. it. Because, yeah, I, I don't really believe in synthetic nutrients. I don't really care for that in terms of the product that we get as an outcome. But I am, like I said, super open to the advancement of the cannabis plant and the evolution of the cannabis plant. And I do think that, to your point that you were making earlier, this is why research is so important because there is so much undiscovered opportunity with the plant. So it's not that I'm, like, not open to it. I don't know if I would, like, try it right away because I would really want to learn more about it. I see. But I am open to learning more about it, and and I'm also open to learning lots of things about cannabis. <laughs> I am great. No, because when, especially when you grow, you know, you you are kind of always in a state of discovery, yeah, and you know, understanding new things. It really is like uh, almost like it's cooking in a way. Yeah. You know? And it's different every time. Yeah. You know? Exactly. So, you know, you, you are creating a process and... And again, there's not enough research going on in general, so it's not like there's a ton of resources to turn to when you're growing to be like, oh, I can look at this book and this book and this book and watch these videos. You know what I mean? Like, it's not accessible yet. Yeah. Certainly not 
especially when it comes to growing. Certainly not in a very organized way. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. All right. And then my last one was a tidbit about New York has released, like, what their label requirements are going to be. Okay. There are just some interesting things in there. So they are allowed to have TV ads, which is cool. But some of the things that can't be in the TV ads are targeting to minors, obviously, cartoon characters, celebrities, which I thought was interesting. No celebrities. I kind of like that. And no images of toys, obviously. Now, other things that were interesting to me were no commonplace um, cannabis vernacular, including stoner, chronic, weed, or pot can be in any advertising. That's really interesting to me because it's like, is it fine or not? You know what I mean? <laughs> um, we're selling it. Like, they're like, it's fine to sell, but don't call it what it is. You know what I mean? Like, what is the they're point? Like, don't make it look cool. Don't make it. That's, I mean, that's the point. Yeah. I think it's to not make it look cool. Yeah. Best of luck with that. Um, now, this is really annoying. No therapeutic or health benefits. You can't say organic or craft. And you can't talk to any health benefits. Can you imagine? No stupid okay okay so, yeah Continue. that's it no the last is that the label um you know how our label includes like keep this away from children um there's also includes and pets <laughs> which i just thought was funny like new york cares a lot more about their pets but also like do. the pets can't read <laughs> <laughs> no it's it's on you to keep it away from the pets <laughs> the pets can't read. <laughs> I guess that's a that's a good minor point. Um, <laughs> what I'm saying, like, it, there's there's also a possibility for a child to see something that says "keep away from children." Mm-hmm. Be warned. You know, right, what I mean? right, right, right. It's not the same. Right? I guess we don't know. Another place where we're not doing any research. Can dogs read? <laughs> Comment below. What do you think? Have you ever caught your dog reading the newspaper? Would you let us know? I think that's it for pot topics, Thank and I, th- <laughs> I think we will shift now to get just off topic, which is basically a segment topic. that I could call just things we want to talk about, yes. which I guess you could call the whole podcast. That's true. My first thing is I'm going to go on a little rant here, okay. a little patented Ryan rant. Back. Yeah, sit back, because we need to talk about Pride merch. Okay. Okay. First of all, I'm going to say this in the frame of mind that I am in today, and then okay. I'm going to read what I wrote about it in text the other day. Okay. <laughs> and it's it's drastic. Um, I will say thank you so much. We yeah. appreciate the thought, but as we've said many times on this podcast, it's actually not the thought that counts. It's really not. Um, it's a hard truth. The, another a hard, illusion. That's another illusion too. we have to let go of. That let it's go. the thought that counts. That's something for you to make yourself feel better. Yeah. That's not action so um i just think it's so horrible (sighs) it's tough to say this Mm -hmm. but that all the pride march is so ugly Mm. it's really unacceptable to me and it it just makes me think that there's no there's no queer people involved in designing it Mm. because it's just the ugliest shit i've ever seen truthfully like almost everywhere yeah I, i don't think i've seen like a great design not yet no i'm still looking don't get yeah. me wrong we have the whole month yeah so i just well think can apparently did a great job. can did a great ad but they didn't have any merch i don't know that they have merch i'll okay. definitely check it out yeah but but other than that but that's the thing it's like especially if you're gonna make the argument that this isn't just like a commercial money grab yeah. like i do need you to put some thought and effort into the merch then yeah like then it has to be something cute and not just that you put like 
the most basic rainbow yeah. through everything yeah. that you already were yeah, making. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just tough. It is. You know? Yeah. Nobody wants to wear that. Yeah, I agree. Especially not people in our community. Yeah. No, I agree with you. Tend to praise ourselves on our style. Mm-hmm. So what we really want is for you to vote for people that uphold our rights. Mm-hmm. And what we really want is just, like, love Mm -hmm. and, like, acceptance. Mm -hmm. Now, what I will say is, when I wrote about this in my notes, you know, just a couple days ago, Mm -hmm. it was a bit more, it was a bit harsher. Mm. And I wrote, we don't have to be thankful for your monetary exploitation. (laughs) Stop donating money to lawmakers that fuck over our lives if Mm. you want to feel like an ally. Keep that tacky-ass merch. We all just want a text like the one from my brother where he said... I'm so happy you're so gay. <laughs> you know? That's it. Okay? I love that. <sighs> and if it sounds like I'm ungrateful, it is because I am. Mm. Because I don't need your tacky merch. Yeah, no, we I need change. I agree. <laughs> we need change in rights. Merch. Well, yeah, no, because it's not cool. And just love and acceptance. Like, honestly, yeah, like I said, like the coolest thing I got from Pride this month was that text from my brother. Mm-hmm. I don't need... But you know what's actually so funny is we I had a funny conversation with our girl Sarah when we were painting and she was like, so what are you going to do for Pride Month? And I kind of just like laughed because um, I'm not going to do anything specific. But then like I kind of have, like I've been reading all these gay books and yeah. I've been trying, you know, so like, thanks Sarah for asking. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So let's um, move to another off topic I want to discuss with you, which is that we have started going on an international trip weekly to Dubai. <laughs> we have started the Real Housewives of Dubai, and I have been able to convince our girl Kijana to watch with me, and this is such a treat. Well, specifically, I'm watching because it's nostalgic for me because my very best friend in the world does live in Dubai. So, like, I don't know. Even though I know she's probably not watching this show, and she can confirm later because I know she listens to the podcast. And Lauren, maybe once you, a year. you'd be interested in <laughs> becoming a future cast member. I mean, anything's possible. Yeah, I could see her. For sure. Yeah. <laughs> Having fun, bopping around. Definitely some of our homies. Now, what did you think? Because you're not really a Housewives girl. I'm so, not. like, what what was your impression? Well, I thought especially the woman from Massachusetts was batshit crazy. Yeah. <laughs> as true for any of us. Messy as all hell. <laughs> Truly messy. Which was nuts. She was nuts. Now, I... It's not for me to say, but I think some of the things she said about some people's wigs might have been correct. It's not for me to say, Um, but I've definitely alluded to something. I wouldn't even want to get involved. (laughs) And that's just on period. Now, now there's something that I have to bring up, which of course I've talked about nonstop, as I'm worried about. Actually, right after the Pride story, I'm really worried about my sexuality because I'm just absolutely physically attracted to one of the ladies, Sara. Oh my God, something's happening. I'm scared. Talk about it. I mean, you recently told me you were physically attracted to another woman. Okay. But then I And I'll clarify this. Yeah. So I said, you know, a couple weeks ago that I was attracted to also Diana Jenkins from Real Houses of Beverly Hills, a woman who licks the entirety of her lips mid-conversation, you guys, for the video watchers. Full. All the way around. 360. And then she starts talking. It's amazing to me. I I love her and I'm attracted to her in the way that I want to crawl in there and wake up as Diana. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I want to skin her and wear her like last year's Versace, as Danielle Stop once said about Dina. And 
she's amazing. Okay. Whereas Sada, mm-hmm. our friend from Dubai, yeah. I'm like, oh my god. Like, yeah. if I saw her, like, I would be tongue-tied. Like, I'd be like, oh my god. Wow. Like, I would be, like, embarrassed. Wow. You know what I mean? Like, I'm I don't dead. even know. No, I would be what's flustered. what's really funny about it is Sarah's had quite a bit of work done. Oh my god. Yeah. Sarah, <laughs> Sarah's almost indistinguishable from, and this is said with all love in the world, a drag queen. And that's why I think there's, like, a little bit more potential for crossover. Yeah. Because she's just so exaggerated. Yeah. 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 I mean, she's, again, she's had quite... Quite a bit of work done. And Sarah had the funniest... And I don't know what she looked like before. I have to say, she had such a funny moment because she took her kids for... for, Actually, she was the funniest to me because she took her kids to the frame, the giant frame in Dubai. Mm -hmm. It's really high up in the air. She made one of her kids stand on one of the tiles that you could see through for 10 seconds. He, like, wasn't breathing. He was so scared. It was so funny. Um, and then afterwards she had this whole speech and it was so funny in the moment and then it was even funnier after because she was like, if you look to one side, you see new Dubai, all these beautiful tall building stuff. And then you look to the other side, you see old Dubai and it's good to look at it and remember where we came from. And I'm like, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's good to look at it, but we don't need to go there. She's like, no, and and we shan't go to the old Dubai, but it's nice to look at it from very high up in the air. Yeah. (laughs) But it certainly hasn't made me want to go to Dubai. Dubai's a really cool place. Oh I will God. say Dubai's a really cool place. I definitely really want to go back. I'd, Tell I'd, us about your time I'd there. I'd to join. Um, it's so much fun. I mean, it's just like, it is like, like the goal of Dubai is to be the luxury capital of the world. Ugh, it seems like so, they're doing it. And they are. They definitely are. They're doing crazy things in Dubai. And I always say this of my best friend, well, especially after I went there, I knew like within... 48 hours of being there, like, my friend will never live in this country again. She never could. This country is trash compared to a place like Dubai. In fact, when I got home from Dubai, I was, like, in a state of depression. Just because, like, that that luxury, I mean, that, it's, it's, it. It sits in my soul in a, in a very special way. And, you know, the only thing that I don't love about Dubai is that obviously we can't smoke weed there. So that's a bummer. Some human rights situations as well. But that's... There's a couple things. Yeah. But I wouldn't like... It's an amazing place. Yeah. I, you know what I mean? Oh I would God. go again. I would go a million times. It's such a fun place. It's so cool. There's just things happening in Dubai that you just never see. Yeah. You would just, just never see. They would just never happen, happen anywhere, anywhere else. Anywhere yeah, else. they yeah. would just never oh my happen God. anywhere it's else. Just, so it's a cool place. It looks so cool. We've it's really cool. Go. Yeah, we definitely. Oh do. my god. Ah, oh, so that's fun. That's just a little journey we've been on. Now, do you have anything you'd like to talk about off topic? No. You know we're gonna watch Miss Marvel today. Oh yeah, <gasps> it's Yay. out. Oh, so we'll have a review next week. Yes, yes, for sure. But it's I'm gonna be so excited. cute. Everyone watch. I hope everyone does. Everyone is, like, giving such great reviews. I know. Yeah. It's, you know what's so special to me, too, is that she's such a Marvel fan in real yeah, life. And she's she, like, I've been places. working for this since I was five years old. Yeah. And I watched Iron Man. You know yeah, what I mean? Like, that's yeah. so cute. Super sweet. Oh, yeah. what a good story. Yeah. All right, my friend. Now, shall we move into the StarCast? Let's do it. Because we got to give these people some advice. We're so sorry that you were. You know what? I don't think we, like, miss too much. No, I have it. Um, we just had that. Well, it's funny because they're, like, bigger things, but yeah. we knew they were going to happen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So last week, Mercury went direct in yep. Taurus, and then also Saturn went retrograde. Yep, 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 um, yep. In Aquarius. Mm-hmm. So, again, those were big things that yeah. we knew were coming. Yes. And then this week, I think Venus is conjunct Uranus. Yep, actually, yeah, on yeah. the 11th. That's mm-hmm. the first one we have. So on Saturday the 11th, mm-hmm. as you said. Venus and conjunct Uranus, Uranus, both in Taurus. Yeah. So tell us about it. 
Well, I think that Venus conjunct Uranus and Taurus. So Venus rules Taurus, right? Um, and so it's very comfortable there. And it it's honestly, in fact, very like stable there. Okay. But in with conjunction with Uranus, it's definitely going to, you know, get a little bit jolted because mm. Uranus is very much so about like destroying things so that they can become better. Okay. And Venus is all about relationships, partnerships, beauty, aesthetics, all of those things, money, you know, so that's what is going to be transpiring with this conjunction. In life, like, we need to step out of our comfort zone. We need to be able to step out of our comfort zone because often when we just step right out of our comfort zone, we step out of that, like, bubble that we're in, that's where we learn the most and we grow the most and the most transformation and expansion happens. So this is actually, like, a really good moment where the universe is kind of conspiring to support some type of big, you know stepping out of Mm. your comfort zone and allowing something to just really just let it let it be destroyed let it and and be a part of it like that's honestly what i think this conjunction is about especially with the taurus energy of it all it's like be a part of it let it be your idea let it be Mm. coming from you and you wanting to destroy this because you know inside of you that what's going to come in its place is going to be even better oh i love that so then like you're reframing it like you're not thinking of taking away something you're thinking of gaining something exactly i love that 100 percent. oh that's great so think about that for the weekend yeah and then on monday the 13th mercury enters gemini nice back at it back at it yeah feeling good yeah feeling good feeling, feeling real good there back in feeling chatty home sign yeah 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 so we'll all be communicating maybe a little bit clearer maybe May- <laughs> or maybe more or maybe more yeah, yeah. um all right and then there's on- support there that's what there's support. support there for communication yeah i love that it's good Good energy for that. Now, the next day on Tuesday the 14th, we have the full moon in Sagittarius. Yes, we do. Or as I like to call it, psychotic energy. (laughs) With love to all the Sagittarius. What's a full moon in Sagittarius like? We're going to burn stuff? Yeah, definitely. Definitely, definitely. And I think it's very, um, like, it's, it's it's a good time to release all of that information that is weighing you down, holding you back, Mm, you know, Um, especially thinking back to, you know, the intentions that you set at the new moon when Mercury was still in retrograde. It's kind of like that was your time where you were being really reflective and thoughtful about how you were setting your intentions. So it's good to kind of go back to that and think like, okay, how has this panned out? What actually didn't work and I, I can just release it right away. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think the great thing about a Sag full moon is that it is a great time to like really let all the things just bubble up and go. Yeah. You know what I mean? Okay. Again, thinking about Stag being like that steamy energy. Yeah. It's really like the time to like let it all steam up to the surface, let it come up. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like and that's that's fine. And then let it go. Yeah. Like you don't have to hold on to bullshit. No, you really don't. Yeah. And the Sagittarius will not, you know? No. Unless, unless they're, they're on creating that it themselves. Yeah, 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 exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then don't tell them that because they're not going to uh, hear that. So on the thirteenth, no. on the 16th, excuse me, on Thursday, the sun um, in Gemini trines Saturn in Aquarius and also squares Neptune in Pisces on the same day. So is there anything about when, they're, when the sun is doing two things at a time? You know what I mean? Trining and squaring. What's that about? 
I mean, what do we got? that's happening. That happens. You yeah. know what I mean? And I think that especially when that is happening and multiple aspects are happening on the same day, they're really just all pulling the energies together. Okay. So you've got the tr- sun, you said trining Saturn in trining Aquarius. Trining Saturn in Aquarius. Which is in retrograde. Yeah. Um, and, you know, I think that is just a supportive energy in terms of a trine being a supportive aspect. And it's just kind of supporting that um, idea of building foundation so that you're building the future that is really what you're being called to, you know, because that's your son and then Saturn is your taskmaster responsibilities. And then you said squaring. Squaring Neptune and Pisces. Neptune and Pisces. You know what? I think that's a good kind of um, like series of events. Mm -hmm. Yeah, because I think the sun squaring Neptune and Pisces will bring a little bit more sternness and seriousness Mm. to the very, like, elusive energy of Neptune, you know, or illusory um, energy of Neptune. And so it will kind of um, make you want to destroy those illusions and get closer to reality. Oh, I love that. Yeah. Okay, awesome. Especially with that trine from Saturn. Like, that's the energy that's really bringing in the reality of it all. Got it. Yeah. It's the reality stone Mm -hmm. of this situation. Mm -hmm. Okay, I love it. We're ready. Yeah. Now, shall we close out with a little root to rise? Yeah, let's do it. I think so. Let's do it. Um, Okay, so mine is, it's a preview. It's something we've been talking about a lot. We are going to do, once we're done with it, a book club about the abundance that we're doing. Oh, cool. The Joy of Abundance. Love it. We have to, because it's really just changing me. So basically, we're doing this 40-day abundance challenge. Yeah. Our friend Tiana sent us the book, and yeah, we're all doing it yeah. together. We love you, Tiana. Yeah. And it is just really, like, changing my mindset. Yeah. I freaking love it. In a big way. And so one of the key takeaways is that abundance is from within you, yeah. from the God within all mm-hmm, of us. Mm-hmm. And that is just something that I've loved sitting with every day. Yeah. I've loved reading about in a different way every day. Cause basically like we have these different mantras treat every day and they all kind of get to the same thing, which yeah. is that the God in us is all the abundance that it's the source of the abundance. It is the abundance. It's all that we need. And we as human beings and minds can work on other stuff. We don't yeah. need to spend all our time worrying about being abundant because actually if we're tapped in, we have it. Yeah, unlimited. Unlimited. Yeah. So that's where I'm at. Yeah, I and love that. And stay tuned in a couple weeks. And then you know what? We'll try to get Tiana to come on for yeah, it. Yeah, we should. Yeah. She's awesome. Such a great Gemini, by the way. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, we definitely will try to get Tiana for that. Now, I will have to just like echo that, really. Please. Because my, my intention for the week was to recognize the God within. And I feel like that that is really what we've been doing. We've been doing so much work trying to remember that at all times that we are God and God, you know what I mean? I'm she, she's me. Like we're, we're all one. And that's the point. Like we're each having an, a different manifestation of God. And it, it really doesn't matter what God is to you. No. You know what I mean? It's, and you can call it whatever you want. Yeah, you can call Sometimes it whatever you want. Sometimes I say the universe. Yeah, 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 yeah. It, it really, like, that's the most important thing. But also that you understand that it's a power that you have within you. Exactly. And it can never go away. So no matter what has happened in your life up until this point, it's there. And if you're willing to access it, because a lot has come up too as we've been going through this journey about kind of how it can be scary to... It's like success can be a very scary pattern for some people. And a lot of us, we don't realize how we've been conditioned to like live in a less than Mm -hmm. a limited kind of perspective. And so 
expanding beyond that, also very scary sometimes. So, mm-hmm. you know, allowing us to like, and it's also sometimes scary to like retract into yourself, to go all the way into your cave and go to the yep. deepest parts of yourself and discover, you know, the darkest parts of you. But those are part of your abundance as well totally. and, and your infinite supply and, and your connection with the God within. And I think that everything that's happening, like a big um, thing that came up for us this week too, was like how the inner child is like a manifestation mm-hmm. of your God within and how like that connection as it plays out. Just and that like pure joy. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And, and a lot of us can really resonate with that because a lot of us have done inner child's work yeah. because it's been really relevant. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Haven't had a choice. Yeah, <laughs> really. Right. Right. So, and, and there is this collective consciousness of people wanting to do better and be better and be, you know, more abundant, more expansive in their strength in numbers, you know, two is greater than one. Totally. And so the more people that believe in themselves that way, the more abundant will be as a society, as a collective people. Totally. So, you know, for me, I, I totally echo what you're saying. Recognize that God within. And there's so many ways to recognize the God within because again, it's an infinite supply of Totally. Source. And I love too, in the beginning, well, obviously we'll go full into it on the book club, but in the beginning, it talks about specifically historically, like why we have lost the idea of our inner power, like how specific institutions have sought to take away our personal power. And you guys all know what those institutions are, but we'll highlight them when we talk about it. Yeah. And it's just so nice to return to a true authentic feeling of like, oh, I've got it all. Mm-hmm. Like it's actually all in here. Yeah. And you don't need to go out for anything. You need to go in. Yeah. You know, that's yeah. such a great way Yeah. to start thinking about life. Yeah, for sure. Ah. Well, we love you guys. Yeah. Thank you so much. Have a great week. Thank you for Thank allowing you, us to skip that for week. Hosting. For <laughs> painting. <laughs> Thank you for being here. Um, and we will see you guys next week. <laughs>